This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport fan network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is... You in? You Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey electrical contractors, I'm Matt from ABB. Are rising costs and product delays keeping you up at night? We can help you contractor better. ABB's contractor resources are designed to help you increase productivity and profitability on your commercial construction projects. Check out Contractor Better today. Visit go.abb slash contractor better. Odijay trying to get the better of Risa using good body strength in towards Howard down he goes and Barnsley claiming a penalty there and Martin Atkinson not giving it big big decision right at the end of the game in added time Odijay goes up for it away by Carragher Howard's there once more still it's Howard still going
He's still in here, Dyer, and he's finished the job. And that is awful defending from Birmingham. Barnsley do not care. The fans behind the goal ecstatic. And Bruce Dyer sent on as a first-half substitute has guaranteed a second goal for Burnsley. What a gamble to play on. Now he's got no support, so he'll have to turn and feed it to Marcel. Now they clip Marcel. Inside he comes, that's what he wants to do! Oh, that is wonderful! He just loves this place! Another stunning goal from Adam Hamill of Barnsley! Again, the big player for Barnsley, the big build-up. We're looking at him to deliver, to produce. Paul Heckebottom's just behind and they're right behind. My word has he produced, what an absolute outstanding finish this is. He knows exactly where he wants to put it. This is a player at the top of his game, enjoying his football, enjoying his life. Look at that. Perfection. Perfection from Adam Hamill all those years ago. Perfection from the Reds at the minute on the pitch as they charge up the League One table. Lots to get stuck into today. Wickham at home at the weekend. Burton at home next Tuesday. Another victory in the league. A comfortable one at Gillingham. Talk about Kiefer Moore and everything in between. Live on the Reds Report, Chris Mason and Carlo van der Watering. by Opium, the number one indie bar in Barnsley. This is for the fans. The Vibe. Yes, we're live on The Vibe inside Barnsley College on the Red Report, Chris Mason, Carlo van der Watering. It's been a busy week for Barnsley FC on the field, off the field as well as the fans forum last week and a fantastic victory away at Gillingham, continuing the good form in the league that has seen Barnsley rise up into the second place in League One. And as things look now... I don't see anything other than Barnsley getting further up that table. Luton Town sit top six points above Barnsley, but the title's there for the taking, I think, Carlo. And that's a few people have said to me at work, oh, big time Charlie's now. It's not about that, is it? It's the fact that they had a bit of a drop-off Barnsley towards the end of November, defeats at, at Wickham and, and at Charlton and, and, and places, you know. And they've just steadily carried on winning and carried on winning. Odd draw here and there. One, one, one. Found themselves in second. There's now no looking back, is there? I, I don't think there is. Um, if you, if you take the Oxford match a couple of weeks ago when we're away and you two nil down, great result. And I think two two just to get a point. Um, I, I, I think it's there for the taking. I think uh, the, the strength in depth. There's a, a game plan that obviously works, and um, I think there's a strong belief amongst the players. I've, 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 it's, it's been a long time since I've seen the team um, play as a unit, as, as what they do now. They all play for each other. Um, goals. I'm, I'm looking at the lineup on on Saturday, and really anybody from midfield onwards 
can, can score. I mean, yeah. McGeehan drops in with the old one. Alex Mowat don't do tap-ins, but he does 40-yard screamers. Jacob Brown is amongst the goals. Team's amongst the goals. If there's a match when Ida Moore or Woodrow's not scoring, then you know we're not on form. So well, I think things are looking well. I think we found it's almost like starting eleven. We found a winning formula, and I'm sure teams that face Barnsley, Ida home and away, are, are quaking in the boots. The, the fullbacks aren't scared to get forward as well, and I think that helps, doesn't it? it takes a lot of pressure on, off the team. I, I, I spoke about this with. Um, Kyle the other week and saying that when Cavari got forward against Rochdale the end product wasn't the greatest but in the end he managed to you know relieve pressure and when the fullbacks are doing that it makes the game so much easier doesn't it? Yeah I think um, for it, it's took a while hasn't it for him to sort out what his starting 11 is but now um, whether it's Pinilos or when it's Ben Williams it, it, sort of, it doesn't matter because we've got cover in that place centre-back pairing have been the same it's unmovable isn't it that now I think think, he he pulled Lindsay out didn't he at one point um, after a few shaky games but he's took him out he's brought him back in good management from at the time obviously Winkler was here so all three of them good management there of the player took him out of the situation brought him back in and now that doesn't look like it's shifting until the summer at the latest does it at the earliest does it you're an Adam Jackson you you know I'm, I'm not saying he must be kicking himself but I don't think there's anything he can do no. that would allow him sort of, you know, to, to get into the starting eleven. Um, Lindsay, besides obviously being half decent together with with, um, with Pinnock at the back, you know, the header from the corner that that that, that you know gave us uh, gave us one of the goals on on Saturday. And it just seems to be a a fantastic time to be a Barnsley fan. I think on and off the pitch, things are just going really, really well, and. Um, I, I repeat, you know, I know Luton is doing well, and you look at Luton's form and think absolutely fantastic. You also have to look at who Luton still have to play, which we'll do later on with uh, with Kyle. But um, I, I wouldn't say we'll go for second spot. I th- there's nothing stopping us going for top. No, we said back in October we think we'd get a grip of the league, and it seems to be the way that Barnsley are doing it now, where other teams have, you know, people look and say, I think it was around Christmas time, or oh, Sunderland have only lost one game, or they've they've only lost two games. But look at them now, they're dropping down the table. Peterborough were very similar, they're dropping down the table. Doncaster have picked up a little bit. Blackpool are, are slowly coming up from behind as well. But Barnsley have been on that steady curve since that run in December. A lot of teams that Barnsley were facing, people are saying, well, we might get four points. We ended up getting a hell of a lot more and, and went on an unbeaten run. It's now 11 unbeaten, which takes us to, to Gillingham at the weekend. You can't start any better than they did Saturday, can you? Now, I, I mean, they always say early gold under, but I think it typifies what we do. And it wasn't like a long hoof forward and hope for the best. That's worked on in training, that isn't it? Yeah. It's got to have been because it's come back. He's Brown's gone forward. It's it's coming. T- McGeehan's made that surging run forward. Obviously, the plan was for McGeehan to score, wasn't it? But yeah, to, have a, to have a bash and who's there? But Kiefer Moore, um, you know, sixteen seconds. Gillingham. Uh, and it, it said I was listening to I follow with Matt and it was uh, Sean Dooley and they sort of said you know Gillingham supporters start getting on their own teams back if if a the football's not good or if they got a goal behind or field they're not in a game well after 16 seconds I mean I, I bet there were some people still finishing the pints or the pie before they took a seat to come in the stadium bang one nil down we'd have been finishing our pint yeah. also echo Daniel Standall's words that when you score so quickly sometimes that takes the you know we almost allowed it back into the game didn't we middle in the first half um, and it was not until last few minutes of the first half that, that we doubled the lead but nah that's a dream start isn't it I mean it's a coupon buster isn't it when you know you forecast it somewhere which minute if we do it you know when oh, yeah. put it up on our Twitter, if that one on Super 6 would have been done for won't we yeah, nobody's, <laughs> you can't put 16 seconds on Super I 6 so it would have been 11, uh, minutes, 11 minutes I should have t- well yeah so 16 seconds be boshed on there uh, and it's the hope that you know uh, 
on Saturday when we're at home, we can we can start in the in a similar vein against against Wickham. You look at the quality of Carly Woodrow. He's now into double figures for the season for Barnsley. That second goal, it's the vision. It doesn't look good when you watch it back, but when you actually sit back as a You've, you've played football. I've played football, and people. Well, I've, I've been on a pitch. You've been, yeah, but you've uh, you've been at a level. We don't. We will not stay at the level, but you've been at a level and played the game. For him, it's so good the, the way he's headed it back the other way because the goalkeeper, he might as well have not moved because he was once his foot's planted coming the other way. Woodrow's put it that up opposite side, looked scrappy and looked like it took forever to go in. But it's exactly what, he, what he's worked on, isn't it? Both both his goals were sort of like from narrow angles. So to, to, to loop the keeper with the header, to go into the side netting, to go in, it, it's not easy. And it, I think it shows the pedigree that he's got. That, that's, that's what I mean. That's, that's what we're yeah. bringing out in him, isn't it? Yeah, that, and that's, the, that's what you've paid for, isn't it? And that's a player who, if he hits a good stride, and it's yet to say it, but in a year's time, if he's hitting that stride, he's going to be... He'd be playing in the Premier League, won't he? Yeah, I think... Um, I said it a couple of weeks ago, I think... Of all the players we've got, um, not only am I extremely happy that all our players are under our contract, I, I still think that um, an Alex Mowat and, and um, a Coley Woodrow are destined to pull the better things and, and you know, try and bridge that gap from yeah, top six championship yeah. side to above. Yeah, and those are the positions you would worry about next season. You know, if let's say when we go up. You know, Mowat would still be the first name in your midfields, wouldn't it? And and Cole yeah. Woodrow would still be your first name up front, um, because I think they they've got that bit of pedigree and and they're showing it, and they're bringing all the players along. Because since Jacob Brown would never start up front, while ever Woodrow or more are fit and and, and in form, mm-hmm. so to put him on the right hand side, I mean, he's been a revelation. The number of balls that he's put in, the number of assists that he's got, he got named in the was it a young EFL team of the of the week last weekend. So um, threats from all, and then you've got Tiam, and I said it a couple of weeks ago. You know he's messy or he's very messy, um, but he keeps popping along with these goals, doesn't he? And he does, and the, yeah, and the cross for the second goal was absolutely sublime from him. And he, 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 what the good thing about Tiam is he's out on that left hand side. He's he's very capable of coming in on his right foot, which is what his game's all about. And he, and he picked Woodrow out, lovely cross for the goal, and he's he's adding a different he, he's adding a different outlet on that left hand side. I think where with Jacob Brown, I think you get um, endeavour and, and and enthusiasm. With Tiam, when he's on the game, you get that little bit of quality. Yeah, I think Tiam's got that bit of silk around him, hasn't it? A bit of bit of critical and, and and Jacob Brown's just hard work and graft. That's that's and it. Yeah, and it's a difference. Pretty, yeah, but it works. And um, both strikers know that down both channels, they'll, they'll be there's a decent service into the box and. As we can see with with the numbers of goals they've scored, both Woodrow and Moore are profiting from this. So totally off top t- off topic, but it's just coming. Yeah, Ryan Edges will be out of contract in the summer because yeah. um, he signed in twenty seventeen. It was two and a half year two two and a half year deal from from Swans. He'd been on loan at Yeovil. He 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 would have thought this was his season, and he's not. He's not. He's had the opportunity. Hasn't took it, and now he sees Jacob Brown ahead of him, a Tiam ahead of him, a Bear is going to play ahead of him. It's not. It's not worked out for Iron Edges, has it? No, I, I, I put it on Twitter earlier on about what, what we're going to do, which we'll talk about later. If you know, you presume Keith Moore won't be playing on on Saturday, and and somebody put the suggestion in that maybe put Hedges out wide. And um, somebody put, why would you give Hedges game time? He doesn't want to sign a new contract. Um, you know, and he's not getting any game time. So, um, sort of agree with that. Yeah. What I've seen from Ryan Hedges, I just wish that. He wasn't as injury prone as what he has been, and he got a consistent run because I think he, he, I suppose he resembles Jacob Brown more than Tiam because I don't think it's about the skill, it's about the hard grafting, it's about the pace. Do you think it's because he's a proper winger that he doesn't fit in though? Ah, because Tiam's not your, no, Tiam's not your orthodox winger, and neither's Brown. Neither were Potsy, neither were Potsy. 
And to be honest with you, you with, with no, and, and but they all fit into the system despite the, the slack uh, George Moncur gets since his move. When he played wide, he fitted in the role. Especially Luton at home, he had his best game in a Barnsley shirt. Um, but you, you'd put Pinilos there ahead of an Edges because we don't play with orthodox wingers, do we? Jordan Green's compl- he's completely different. He's going to like a ball over the top. He's different. Is that what's not helping Ryan Edges? We're not a team that seem to... We don't work it in the middle, get it out wide and take your man on. We sort of... We, we sort of bypass that bit of football a bit, don't we? Yeah, we do. And I think maybe Ryan Hedges has not been able to adjust to another position or another method or way of playing. Um, but I think the message is very clear that unless you stick to the philosophy and, and play you know, how Daniel Standle wants you to play, um, there's no place for you in the team. Because, you know, whilst he played was it 10 minutes or so on, on, on Saturday when he came on, Ryan Hedges probably didn't do much wrong. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's plain to see that this is somebody who will be leaving and... and you know what, if we see 60 minutes out of him between now and the season, I think that'll be it, because, like you said, Chris, there's, there's plenty more way ahead of him in the queue to play. And, and pl- plenty more people that are that, that are interchangeable, isn't there, in the roles. We, we spoke a lot, didn't we, at the start of the season, Barnes were winning 1-0, and it, sometimes it was 0-0, and 2-1. We struggled to kill teams off. Yeah. Dis- dis- you look down the fixture list, and oh, there's been a 4-0 here and a 4-0 there, and what I mean is when things were tight and we questioned a plan B, we've now seen a plan B, because we saw it against Rochdale, he started with the plan B at Oxford, which me and Kyle talk about, which didn't work, and he reverted back to plan A, a 4-4-2 second half, and, and Barnsley got back into the game and drew the game. So there's a definite clear... We've said all along we thought it was a 4-2-3-1, which we saw against Rochdale in the second half, and there's a 4-4-2, so there's a plan A and a plan B. So we've, that's that's definitely there now for Barnsley. What we've seen recently with the game at Wimbledon and at Gillingham as well, we're killing teams off, and that's the key to where you are in the league now, no matter the opposition... It's three points on the board and, and kill teams off early and that's what Barnsley are doing now and that's that's the sign of a team that only look like they're going to go up, isn't it? I, th- I think so and I think um, it, it does you well in two points. Not only does it get the confidence flowing, brings other people in, people are scoring goals and, you know, you enjoy it more winning 4-1 rather than 1-0 or 2-1 but also I was on one of the forums the other day and uh, Sunderland fan says even if we get the same number of points Barnsley away had a goal difference and that's where it's going to count because if you look realistically you know we're plus 30 odd now uh, 30 yeah, yeah. Think we're plus 30. 30 think we're plus 30 aren't plus we 30 yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that might even you know that that might be really important you know that point at Oxford and, and things like that that oh, might yeah. be really important to come uh, what is it the 4th of May or whenever when we kick off on a Sunday uh, afternoon for the last game of the season yeah I mean you, you said it there it's not it's not even about it's not even about hammering teams you look at Scunthorpe at home Scunthorpe were in that game yeah. you score the second goal it's game over isn't it? it then it's game management and that's what Barnes have been good at as well Carlo yeah and I think um, previous seasons you know we, we drew a, a likeness to the, the team of 2015-2016 uh, when you had Winnall when you had Hurrahan um, I think there's more threats all over uh, and more of a bit, maybe a bit of unity in this team but this this Barnsley team is about fast football, plenty of goals, and attractive on the eye. Certainly, we'll be back after this short break. The Reds Report on the Vibe, sponsored by Opium, the number one indie bar in Barnsley. So we- 
This is for the fans. The Vibe.
look at me now. So take a 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 look at me now. Sponsored by Opium, the number one indie bar in Barnsley. 
Oh, back on the Reds report, Chris Mason, Carlo van der Watering. Um, we obviously didn't want to. We didn't want to touch on it. Oh, I've got your zip digging in me back and off <laughs> from your coat. Um, After lovely done. stuff. How's your Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> I know third world problems here in studio, obviously. Um, just saying, we, we didn't mention it in the uh, the Gillingham review, but the injury to Keith and Moore. It's not some, to be fair to Quest. They didn't show it, and I think it's something that you don't really touch upon, really, because it was a bit of a sickness, wasn't it? Yeah, and I think until the um, thingy is known. Until the extent is known of the injury, they would have mentioned it. Would they? He, he was obviously carried out in, uh, on a stretcher, and until they know exactly, is this a head injury? Is this a back injury? They don't really show it, do they? Because otherwise, um, you know, it's not good taste. Obviously, by that time, we didn't know um, until was it the day after when we got a tweet from the club saying that uh, Kiefer Moore was back home and resting. We haven't seen anything since, so I, I can only presume that. If it was a head injury, which it very much looked like, he'll still be resting, and and you know you, you probably have to, um, well, you'd have to say that he'd be out of this game because there is some sort of rule, isn't there, nationally, that if you've been if you had a head injury, that is it like a week or ten days that you can't play. Sorry, it depends on it with CTE because long term the, the the Americans with the NFL they go down the CTE route, don't they? Yeah. Long term. You just hope it's not longer than a week, really, because if it has been... The way he went down... It was he went horrific. Down, yeah, it was horrific he, to Yeah, he's like... It's as if so the feet the feet turned into jelly, mate, and his knees buckled, and that were it, wasn't it? You know, and you look it, at that, and it's yeah. just... It, I, I, it, it, I didn't know if two heads clashed, or, or an elbow, or whatever, but then as he came down, it's almost like his head... Crushed into his knee and then he fell back. I mean, the lad who, d- d- you know, you know, he went down like a car. If you, you know, if you stand on a cardboard box, he went down, yeah. didn't he? Like that, and he just crumpled. Didn't the he? Gillingham player is having surgery today because he's done his ankle Up the way the he fall. landed, yeah. which I saw. So obviously, you know, don't get me, you know, we wish that player all the best, and well, he won't be listening, but obviously, we hope that Kiefer Moore is back in the Reds it, it will be as soon as possible. And my hope is that he'll sit out this week, and who knows, he might be back for Burton at home on Tuesday. Yeah, and if not, you look at a week on Saturday, and then maybe getting. You've got it's hard, isn't it? Because you need him, but it's it, twenty five years ago. I don't think there'd have been. It's nowadays, mate. Everything's on edge. They have to, it's every about sport. Player, it's player well being, players' health. You know, so I get it. It's a chance for somebody else, which we put out on Twitter, didn't we? We put out on Twitter. What would you do? Let's uh, let's did imagine. Did you get many votes? Did Sorry? you did you get many votes to come into the team? You yourself? Uh, no, I'm more of a centre back, really. So yeah. unless you're going to put Pinnock up there <laughs> and put me in at the back. <laughs> But no, that's maybe not enough. <laughs> but what we talked about, are you going, are you, are you You know, is it a straight swap? Do you say you put somebody in, uh, Victor Adebadejo, instead of Kiefer Moore? Do you change the formation? You know, what do you do? And, and there's been an interesting discussion, actually, on Twitter, because, well, you, you'll read it. You've got the option of putting Jordan Green out wide and putting Brownie up front. People saying, no, don't do that. Brownie's playing ball at right and tight, and I can't disagree. People saying, bring Bearer in. Other people are saying, put Victor up front, leave it as exactly as it is, just put Victor up front. Other people are saying push um, uh, McGeehan further up and bring Dougal in. So it, it shows that you know the, the different options that we've got. Um, I yeah, don't know ben, if there's ben, any other. Ben Miller says same team um, with Bear replacing more just in behind Woodrow, which it's the, it's what we've said before. It's the old four three two one in it, so they'll probably go down that route. Which, and, you know, to be fair, Bearer. Um, Started to play some really, really good football, and, and he then found the himself. Yeah, and then if it, I, and I, I think it's, I, I think Stendhal is not afraid that if it if it doesn't happen in training or for whatever reason, maybe he's been ill for a couple of days. I don't know, but uh, p- plenty of options. And whatever happens, somebody needs to come in on Saturday and and do a job 
And yeah. who that will be, I don't know. I don't know. What, what, what would you do? I'm just uh, well. I I, I want to see Jordan Green play. If I'm honest, because when he come on against Rochdale, me and you were very impressed with him. Oh, but yeah. I can understand the the clamour for people to say just put Bearing in behind and you, you go back to the Plan B. That's, oh, that's the well, go back but, to but Plan you could, B. Couldn't you? you could put Brownie on one side. You could put Jordan Green on the other side and put Tiam up front if you yeah, want to. But if he goes to Plan B, you st- all you're doing is you're putting Tiam out left, like he did more second half against Rochdale. Uh, Brown in the same position as he's playing but further forward because we said you know what was great about that Rochdale thing when he changed it at half time you could see and I said this to Cal you could see how the team was set up the three were sitting and it was interchangeable between McGeehan and um, in fact all three of them interchanged because Dougal got in box for equal uh, for, for Woodrow's goal it nearly bounced to uh, Dougal and then Woodrow fired it in so you could see that them three were interchangeable if one went forward two stopped back and you could tell that Moore and Brown were were further forward than than wingers. If you, you know what I mean, because the it, first half they lined up on halfway line. When we were going f- second half, when the push forward, you could see the difference in formation. And I think if he does that and puts Bear in, there's not much dif- there's no mu- not much to change there, really, is I, there? I, I, and I completely agree. My only slight worry is. Look at the work Kiefer Moore does in set pieces against us, because he's he's like a protector of that goal area with his height Agreed. and everything else. But Somebody will have to pick that up on But obviously, but then again, what you've got to look at is, do you bring Dougal in and then just push McGeehan forward or Mowat? The, the, that's, that's, the, that's the thing he's got to look at. And I think Dougal might start, you know, because I think Dougal comes in, it frees up Mowat yeah. and McGeehan, and then you've still got, obviously it's still three. I'm trying to work it out. Yeah, it still work, that works out, doesn't it? Dougal coming in for more, all that does is drops him into the middle of midfield. You've still got your wide men and we'll draw up top. Yeah. And it frees up either. Because Dougal can get forward, back, back and forward. There you go again, Rolls-Royce, Dougal. He can get back and forward. We must be playing well that he can't get in this side because if he'd have played all year, it'd have been, an, it'd have been a close run for player of the year between him and in Mauer, to yeah, be honest with you. There was an interesting point made on Twitter. Somebody says, don't bring Dougal in because um, he, he's probably not up with the pace of the game yet. And, you know, in everybody's opinion is, is their own. I, but he's always looked all right when he's come in, hasn't he? I think what, what I've seen lately when Dougal's come in, and maybe because he's more under scrutiny, but there's been more passes gone astray than early on in the season. Because early on in the season, before that injury, it almost seemed like he had a 100% pass rate. It probably wasn't. But, but then he changed to a firefighter, which me and you noticed, like Scunthorpe away, for example, and yeah. Christ, we're going back to September here, but at Scunthorpe away, we weren't at our best. But he, every ta- he's just picking off every every time Scum Thought went forward, he's picking that off. And if he comes in to do that, then you could see why he's doing it. Because then, like I said, I'd love to see him out it freed up a bit more. Oh, yeah. I'd love to see him freed up a little bit more. Because when he will get, you know, Saturday, he deserved a goal Saturday. How he missed that and, and hit the underside of the bar, I'll never know. But he'd, he'd, a free roll for him and McGee and it would be superb. Bearer comes in. I'm not fussed either way. If Jordan Green starts and Tiam goes up front and it's 4 4 2, there can't be an unhappy. Opinion on what could happen Apart I mean George Lewis has said it I'm looking on Twitter uh, Absolutely we, we bear coming in And playing in behind And going 4-3-2-1 four, four, As we've said it The clamour to start Adderby Ajo Is uh, What's he say Is a right laugh Is a straight swap Is a right laugh And you know what I, I wouldn't start him Because for that fan That started that Daddy by Ajo Twitter handle up, that's, I wouldn't, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I wouldn't that. start him Based on that If I'm and, honest And to be fair I like And I think the, Victor Adderby Ajo is, is a huge prospect I think if you look At Adderby Ajo You look at Brown You look at Williams I think Williams and Brown more quickly acclimatised to football in League One than what Victor has done. Now, it's probably harder, especially as a strike, and often when he's been brought on, he's up on his own. So, um, I, I, he'll get there. I just don't... I'm not sure if he's ready to start, if you know what I mean. I'd, I'd rather... 
um, with the, the, the least amount of disruption possible, get somebody else up there to partner Woodrow. We've seen Woodrow. Is, it, is that type of striker that you need? Because he can head him in, he can volley him in, he makes life difficult for the attackers. I just always feel if you play two up front, you give their defence something to think about. We've got enough people in midfield to come and help out. We've got enough strength down the wings or to go wide. Um, but ideally, I'd like him to see starting with two strikers because that's what our strength is at the moment. But do we lose the effectiveness? Do we lose the effectiveness of Tiam if he if he if the E comes in because somebody's put here? Uh, just having a quick look now. It's uh, Mister T says uh, Green on the left, Tiam up front, lose four four two at our peril. But he, t- I think you lose the effectiveness of Tiam. He's not a, he's not going to bring. I don't think he brings anything up front. Yeah, I think Tiam is a bit like Brown, isn't it? Like they found a, a, a position that suits the way he plays and 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 the danger that he poses. I mean, I have forgotten to. You look at the number of assists both have made. Yeah, Tiam has got that up there, there, aren't they? Yeah. The way he gets down, that you, I think you lose that effectiveness, mate. Yeah. If he's if he's playing up front, you lose that that positional sense that he's got down there. Because he, he's another player who he started as a winger in a four four two. He can play as a winger in a four three two one. He, he's grown into that role. Whereas he wasn't given a chance to grow into anything last season under the Royston Guardiola and, and Jose Moraes. Now he's grown Soon into... to be Hibernian manager. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah he's definitely he's taking... One of our own's taking his, uh, his uh, talents up Scotland by the looks of things. But uh, Tiam, he's grown into that role as a left-hand side midfielder. I think it'd squash any potential that he's been showing last few weeks by putting him up top, wouldn't it? Mm. Yeah, I, it, 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 it's the whole thing. Are you going to disrupt? Are you going to just find somebody to stick in as a fellow, you know, a partner strike or somebody to partner Woodrow up front and leave the rest of the pitch as it is? So he might put Adebayo up just not to disrupt the rest, mm. or I, I, I don't know. It, it, it's it it's a good conundrum to have because there's yeah. so many different solutions. Is on the other side, I'd rather just see more play and not change. Well, of course the team. you would, of course. But it's clear they're working on those two. We, we said it in the before the previous break. We're saying it now. It's clear they're working on those. Two formations. Oh yeah, completely. There's not, and that's that's a good thing to have, isn't it? Because every, I know people are saying, "Don't lose four four two. We can't lose four four two. Well, we had to, we had to lose four four two home to Rochdale. We wouldn't have won that game if he wouldn't have changed. I, th- against I think Rochdale. sometimes it's good to lose it and and to change it because that gives your opponent something to think about and just wondering who's playing where and and you know who, who do I well, mark that's what we are going to be doing, aren't they? All week they they're not going to be nailed down what we're going to be doing now, and I think that's. All the uh, it's, it's a great Arsenal in Barnsley's back pocket that the opposition manager is it, they're not going to be clued up about what we're going to do at the weekend. There's that euphoria of if you go into the changing room in the in the Wickham changing room at two o'clock on Saturday and say right, Keith Moore's not playing. Hey, but then they're going to look and say, well, let's see what formation they are playing then because it could be <coughs> any of you know two or three. So. Um, I'd be interesting. I mean, I always look forward to home matches, but definitely this one, just to see how do we solve it, does it work, and how do we can react to it. And you certainly, you look forward to it because you want to see the run continue as well, don't you? That's that's, that's the, what it's all about now, isn't it? Yeah, it's all about confidence. And you know, whatever your city's second place, and whatever we keep winning, there is that. Those teams below us that say, "Well, we can't do anything because they keep winning," but also Luton Town are thinking we have to keep it up. Otherwise, you know. Um, I, 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 are they, are they on, on the computer? We've we've got up the the, the, the fixtures for the sort of like the top six, um, which I'm sure we'll look at after the break. And it's interesting because some of them still have to play each other. And and match days like Barnsley away at Portsmouth and Charlton at Doncaster are going to be very very interesting. They certainly are. Certainly are. This is for the fans. The vibe.
This is for the fans. The vibe. Really do not know what to say about this. We've got a man <laughs> sat here. We've got a mic stand. He's stood waiting his hand. Absolutely unbelievable. Hopefully, when things we'll, we'll be, put a picture on Twitter. Come, well, listen, all I need is a quarter. There'll be John listen, Monson. Come twenty seventh. You're too tall for that, mate. You're too tall for that. Come twenty seventh of February. And you know, hopefully you'll, that'll be in its proper mic stand and that and stuff. So we'll be, we might have live, um, live internet back then, and you'd be able to see this absolutely. I mean, he's trying to put it together now. Listen, <laughs> listen, professional outfit here on the Red Report. Let me tell you, um, right, quick. Obviously, previews. For, we've got a good couple of games coming up. Um, Do a favour. Talk to Kyle a bit. I'll, I'll just I'll put just, this back before Lee comes. Ju- I'd just hold it, mate, and talk while death. Because we'll just put song on a bit earlier, to be honest, and we'll get <laughs> and we'll get off of one. But um, we're gonna have to get off home at this rate. They're absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, obviously. Big game at weekend because it's a tom. Um, it's eleven unbeaten. You want to make it twelve. Um, been unbeaten since last March at home, which in the end that nearly kept us up under Marais that home form in the end, didn't it? Because you look at points he gained from his from when he got the job, he, he acquired more points than than Eki and nearly kept the side up and that. Oh, so yeah, from that. March onwards, won won some very important games and and drew some games you didn't think we'd draw Norwich at home and you know you, the Bristol City at home beat Sheffield United and that. So it's been a good run at home, which. Me and you for 12 for Crikey When we added up um, The always thing Me and they always go back yeah, to yeah, is yeah, yeah. How many games did we win In a calendar year And me and Carlo Couldn't count 10 It, it, it were about 7 And that 6 it, or 7 It, it was yeah. an awful time To watch Barnsley Now you, you come to the home games Is there too much expectation From the people that We, we were sat near Swimming West Ham Weren't we And it, Get it upfield Get it upfield Get it over top What's he passing it? Get it upfield And people are quick Aren't they to Whereas we sit and watch it And we'll, we'll talk and say That weren't right good there's, there's still the core that go That as soon as something turns Bang they're on them Even the position that they're in yeah. So is it, a, is it a poison chalice A little bit Carlo as well? I, I don't know if it's a poison chalice Or sometimes it's, it's almost like Poisoned fans Chris we went to watch the Rochdale and we didn't sit on a normal side. We normally sit next to that big flag, don't we? We're I didn't sit on the halfway line. Cause cause had me, I, I, had me, uh, I had me German friend with me. And we were attacking and Cavari at the ball and he's making one of them runs and there's this bloke sat behind me going, go on, TM, go on, TM. I don't know, I couldn't believe it. You're paying 23 quid for a ticket, you don't even know who we are. I couldn't believe it. So, is it a poison chalice? I don't know. I think on one side... Is it the expectation? I mean, that's what I mean. Teams will use that against us to try and break that form, but I think for us, it, it's that confidence as well. And 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 most of the match, especially this season, it's been comfortable, hasn't it? We've we've we play really nice football and we're comfortably winning teams. Um, the, the the issue is the moment it comes to an end and you lose, is how do you react to that? That's because it. Isn't our it? dip in yeah. form early the season was we lost away at was it Charlton? Charlton then we lost at Shrewsbury. Yeah, and that suddenly panic buttons and, and then there was know. a defeat at Wickham thrown in between, and then yeah. that's when Stand we actually out, you know. Well, that. we did suggest because you've got to do it. You've got to be a fair, but it can't be all promotional propaganda on here. We questioned whether because the, the fans that went to Wickham weren't impressed with the performance, weren't impressed with the style of play, weren't impressed with how we played. We were poor, and we came on and asked the question because you've got to do, haven't you? But yeah, yeah. it's how they react, isn't it? And how important is going to the end of the season and being unbeaten at home? That that's going to have a lot. To, that's going to have a lot of say in the promotion run, isn't it? If Barnsley Definitely. go from August to to May without losing a game at home. And I, I still think, you know, 
we've said to him, we've spoke to Carl, we've spoke, and we've said, you know, we're playing away at, I don't know, I'm just mentioning something here, we're playing away at Bristol Rovers. Barnsley ever won at Bristol Rovers for 12 years. I don't see the use in that stats, because every season it's a different season. Unless it's Coventry Different away. players, unless it's Coventry. <laughs> um, and I think players will, uh, sorry, teams that come to Barnsley will, will look at the home form and yeah. think, jeez. And I think as a player... You know, it, I'm, I'm not saying it makes them underperform or whatever, but it, it, it's it's current form's more important, isn't it? I, I think and, so. And, yeah, and, and we're picking points stats. up away. Yeah. We're definitely winning at home, and we've always said we said at the beginning of the season, you win your home, you win your home matches, you pick points up away, you're in you're in the draw yeah. for promotion, of course, man. And I yeah. think I think that's what's happened. Um, Poison Chalice, now nah, I don't know, I don't know. But Kyle will tell us what the uh, well, what uh, we can expect from Wickham. Well, I'll just when you t- when you said Poison Chalice because you've still got that core support that come. It's it's the Expectation that I think ups, that it causes a bad atmosphere sometimes. The expectation because people are coming now that maybe have not been for two or three months, and they do turn quick, and it's it's not a good atmosphere to be in sometimes, is it? And it, you get in a lot to talk well more so than the away games. I, I'm still surprised that it takes a goal for the atmosphere to get I going. Totally agree. We are Rochdale. I mean, well, actually, we said Rochdale first half or it were poor on it, but yeah. Yeah. And, and you can understand half time people were just more happy to get out at wind and rain and, and get up back for a quick dry. But you know, it does take a goal. It's it's been like that for as long as we've oh, known. It has, though, and it? I think it, it, that's just us as fans, isn't it? Um, until we get the goal. For a lot of people, when they go on Saturday and they walk into Oakwell at half, it was like, this is where we could lose our run. They want to go on and five I, past I, three, I, 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 I literally go, and I messaged my mate the other day, says, can't wait, mount for a pint, and then off to watch a score some goals and three points, because I look at that positively. Others will come and saying today could be the day, we, you know, we lose out, we, we lose that winning run, and I thought, it's supposed to just a mentality, isn't it? Yeah, it, and I think the mentality amongst the squad and the coaching staff is one game, we, actually we said this, one game at a time, keep going, you just play the opposition that's in front of you, you can't look three games in, not with 15 games to go by the way, because no, I've no, said no. to you, I said off mic earlier, I can't see us losing more than two games now till end of the season, because when you hit the form that we are doing at this point of the season, you don't just suddenly drop off a cliff. Portsmouth and that peaked very early. Look at Peterborough now. They're not even on 50 points, Peterborough. They were flying, scoring goals for fun. They peaked a little bit early and they're slowly dropping off. And the chairman's lost the plot. He's brought Darren Ferguson back in. And, and yeah. it, you know, they, they, they've completely, they've good done a 180 and gone off, off the boil completely and, where and Barnsley aren't. It's that middle look as well. Portsmouth lost one of the key defenders to injury. He won't play again this season. Yeah. Charlton had a man sent off the other day. So that's three matches without a first team. And it's those little bits where we've seemed to be quite disciplined despite Trevor Kettle last Saturday we, we seem to be quite disciplined we play good football and we're getting the results and, yeah. and we're also profiteering from the other teams you know getting look at the Sunderland you know well yeah that's it that's what I'm going to say but, four we, days. but we're taking advantage of it though and all this, yeah. that's we, you know but in the past we'd think oh god they've two games in hand but when when results have gone our way like Saturday I mean I, I were out and about and, and watching bits of game and that and I saw that Results were going our way and we were winning comfortably and you're thinking, cracky, it's gone from being one point dead, we're now three points in front in second place, we've got them to play a week on Saturday with two home games, things went, when the opportunities come for Marza to get in second and keep going, it, they've managed to do it and obviously they play a team Saturday that are one of the few teams to beat Barnsley, so where's the threat come from in that respect Kyle as we look at Wickham Wanderers at the weekend? Um Paris Cowanall's a quick forward up front for them, uh, he's not had best season in front of goal but He's always lively and always keeping defenders, you know, kept on the toes. Yeah. 
Uh, Joe Jacobson from centre back's got five goals this season as well as five assists, so that just shows that they might play out front back and he'll come up for a corner and you've got to watch that area. They'll look to dominate that final third and get a foul in and, in and around there, Carlo, based on that stat, won't they? That's that's gonna be their that's key the threat, isn't it? Yeah, that's their Liam Lindsay stroke, Ethan Pinnock, isn't it? Although ours haven't been on the goals, have they, this season? No. Although they do come up for set pieces. I think you might see a lot from Wickham getting it in that channels, getting it in them corners, get a free kick, getting in those th- those areas to get a free kick and that Form-wise, they're looking good, aren't they? They've creaked into the top half, and a side that were predicted to struggle are going to comfortably get another level at um, the thirty, another season in the third tier of English football. Yeah, they're just quite steady. Two wins, two draws, and one loss in the last five. You mentioned earlier off air that you thought they might struggle to down there, but they've not. They've been steady, haven't yeah, they? Steady. steady. I wouldn't say inconsistent. I wouldn't say too good, not too bad. I think yeah, they're just that sort of mid-table, and they'd have took that at the start of the season no definitely. One. Quick score prediction for Saturday. Um, three one. Three one. Kyle at uh, Carlo. Three nil. Three nil. I'm at two nil. Bars them. I think another because I predicted a clean sheet Saturday. One at lads said to me, "Are ah, they going to get on tomorrow?" I says three nil tomorrow. We aren't even batting an eyelid. That that off the year. I says. I'm not though because I'm not even thinking about it now. Three nil clean sheet, but I'll take a two nil Scunthorpe similar, and then we move on quick quickly. Tuesday another home game, Carlo. Um, important a chance to get six points on the board at home and go let any floating mess up at the weekend. It's a chance to go level on points and be on 65 points. Yeah, if you look at Luton, they've got Fleetwood away on Saturday, and then they play on the Tuesday, I think, or whatever. They've got uh, Coventry at home. Is well, everybody playing Tuesday, or is it just us? Uh, no, ours is, is the, the, the match. That's what I'm saying, so, the, so, is, so they must... Luton will be not on Tuesday. No, that's what I'm Saturday. saying, so there's only us playing. Oh, sorry. That's what I'm saying, oh, there's yeah, only yeah, us yeah, playing. Yeah. So it's for <laughs> us a chance to get that, that match that we've got <laughs> in hand, yeah. to, get, to get the three points. It's a mixed one, isn't it? Because... Um, a, you hope. Tuesday night always is a different atmosphere. I like it under the lights, to be fair. Um, you want loads of people there. Burton, they've... they've, they've Flattered to deceive, mate, because I thought they'd have been up there. At one point, they do, did climb but, up, didn't they? But, but if you look at the results, against the bigger teams, they, they seem to frustrate them more and, and you know, get a draw out of it or, or, you know, or a win. So I, I don't think it's any of these two games that's for granted. I'm more positive about the Wickham game, funnily enough, than the Burton game. Well, this this Burton game, it's the, the game that's so frustrating in Mauritius' first game in charge last season. It was. A typical Nigel Clough team came to Barnsley, frustrated Barnsley, and had the manager crawling around on his hands and he's acting like a cat. Meow. Hopefully on Tuesday night, Daniel Stendhal isn't crawling around on the changing room floor, acting like a cat. I can't, see him. Like I can't cat. see him doing that. I can't see him doing that. Daniel Stendhal will be still kicking every ball. They'll be doing the same Saturday, the same Tuesday with all the fans. Thanks for listening to the Red Report. We'll be back next week. Can we have a forecast? We have what, no for forecast Tuesday? For well, crikey, we, we don't know what's going to happen Saturday. I don't know. No, I know, but we have know. to have a look at this because I want to go next week on air saying, see, we were at what you. I don't, well, you're not going to say 6 0 again, are you? <laughs> all right. <laughs> I was listening, you know. What do you think against Burton? Two nil, two nil us. Um, I'm going to put my head on the block here and say I'll go for two nil, and I'll say we'll keep a clean sheet in these next two games. Clean sheet in these next two games. Be happy with and, that. And, for uh, definitely. Don't forget, we need to play the winning song. I'm so not going to forget. It was I'm a choice, forgot. wasn't it? And uh, well, whoever won, you're a lucky man. You very are. You've so, so anyway. Next week, Red Report back again with two games, and hopefully six points on the board and sixty-five points for Bars as they push towards the championship and promotion from League One. This is for the fans. The vibe. Online, on mobile, and he.
Explore New Jersey in every season. From 130 miles of sunny shorelines to waterfalls, rivers, and majestic mountainsides, visit the East Coast's most scenic parks, iconic venues, and historic landmarks. Discover artistic places and inspiring spaces, gaming, nightlife, views of center stage, and true New Jersey adventures that go on for days. Plan your itinerary today at visitnj.org. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McDonald's share boxes ready to go. Ian's already got booked for double dipping, and Steve has stolen the last nugget. You're snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? You reds? At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. 